Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, joining us, uh, Representative Trent Kelly, representing Mississippi's 1st District. Good afternoon, Representative. How are you today, sir? It is great to be on Super Talk today. Well, so glad to have you. So, man, there's a lot going on up there. Uh, are you in Washington? I assume you are, huh? I am. I'm in my office. We're voting in a few minutes. So, yeah. Uh, in, in probably 20 minutes or so. I, I just uh, see uh, on our television here in the studio, we've got it on the news, and I see Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was just on the floor. I guess she was talking about this upcoming vote, right, that's scheduled that if if uh, passes on a majority vote would remove her from her committee assignments. Yeah, you know, and this is the uh, first time since, uh, since they've been keeping track of this stuff that a opposing party members from committees. Uh, this should be internal family. It has nothing to do with the Democrats. And if they can do this, they can remove anybody they disagree with, what they say or do, from any committee, any chairmanship. And uh, this is not uh, democracy. It's not public. This is bullying and going after members of the opposing party when they refuse to go after their own. It's so true, and couldn't agree with you more, Congressman. And we've been discussing it on on the air this morning. That the uh, you know it's not so much what uh, Marjorie, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, what she said, what she did, her behavior, her conduct, et cetera. It's just that if we're going to start making, I guess, posts <laughs> in social media a standard and a qualification, if you will that is taken up, say, by the other party, which happens to be in control, as a way to remove that representative from a committee, we're just going down a rat hole there. That's just scary. Well, and it's a little more than that. All the things that she's accused of saying or doing, and I don't agree with many of the things she said, and I'm yeah. in, in, in an opposite part of that, but she gave a very impassioned speech last night at our conference, uh, but they all happened prior to her election. The people of Georgia knew all these things prior to the election. They were using the election. And what the Democrats are doing is what they've been accusing us of doing, which was completely different. And the press is bought in. They are trying to remove her from office against the will of her people who knew all these things when they elected her. Yeah. The people of Georgia spoke and they should honor that. Totally agree. In fact, uh, one of our listeners wrote in earlier and said the exact same thing, that she was duly elected by her constituents. She carried her district by 75%. It's the people's seat. It's not the Democrat seat or the other party seat. It's not the House of Representatives seat, frankly. It's the people's seat. And the people spoke. They elected her in accordance with our Constitution and and she's seated. Now, I know there's a procedure where if two-thirds of the chamber says this person needs to go, that that is available. But that ain't going to happen based on the numbers. I'm not even sure yeah, well, you, a majority it, goes it, down here. It's expulsion. And that's only happened twice on recent, in, in the last century or half century. Okay. And, and, and she's not done anything in office. And it's for actions in office, not before office. Ah. That was litigated at the polls in November. Expulsion should be for conduct that happened while in office. 
or either criminal conduct that occurred before that it only came to light. You know, I I know it sounds radical, crazy, but I get worried that, you know, you show up and say, well, I just don't like the color of your hair or the shoes you wear, so we're, we're going to put that up for a vote and remove you from a committee. That's just crazy. And I so it's, it's very That's disturbing. What's that, Congressman? That is where they're headed. I know. I, I totally agree. And that uh, they want to silence anyone who has an opposing view to them. Yeah. I completely agree. This is it's a distraction for that, essentially. That's at the heart of what they seek to do. And that's very disturbing. So wanted to ask you about impeachment. So now we got that thing cranking up over in the Senate. Is this in the best interest of our country where we stand right now? It is absolutely not. If you will notice, uh, there's a pattern to this. Both the press and the uh, the Democrats uh, are talking about impeachment. They're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're talking about Liz Cheney and the conference stuff. They are talking about all the things Republican while quietly in the Oval Office. No one is screaming bloody murder about the millions of jobs that Joe Biden by killing the Keystone Pipeline and the 47 executive orders. There's not a peep about that. They are distracting you from the ball. Pay attention to what's going on. The enemy is not within the Republican Party. The, the enemy right now is signing executive orders to change the face of America without legislative action. And that's my concern, is that we're just dividing the party and fracturing it even more and it just seems like we got, as they say, bigger fish to fry, but the Democrats are just seem to be insistent on uh, removing every any semblance, any remnant whatsoever of Donald Trump because they just don't like the guy. Uh, more than anything else, it's a personal vendetta is what it is, and it's not really conducting the people's business when there's so much on the table. And I guess they, they just look at it and say, well, the president, he'll just govern by executive order and, and uh, without hesitation signs 43 or 4 of them, whatever it is. I, I forget the count now. It's so dead gum many in less than two weeks. But uh, that just seems to be where we're headed. I, I, don't, I don't see how that uh, supports the narrative of healing and unity, which we got thrown in our face the entire campaign season. Got to have Joe Biden to heal us and unite us. Yeah, and I mean, this camp, I was at inauguration, and uh, I was there, and I heard his word. They rang true. We need uh, to unify and to work on the things we agree on, and I was very hopeful that he meant what he said. Yeah. Uh, and, and he immediately went to the White House and started, I uh, didn't get to the White House, started signing executive orders that were in opposition. Uh, he had 10 uh, Republican senators go to the White House trying to work on what we're doing with COVID relief and all those things. Yeah. And basically push them aside and they put through with one vote yesterday through the House and uh, and will likely try to do the same thing in the Senate. There's you know it's one thing to talk about things, but actions speak louder than Yeah, absolutely. So we got this one point nine trillion dollar bill that uh, Representative, your colleague, Representative Jayapal, a couple of days ago said, that's just not enough. The economists say it's got to be three to four trillion. Just make it fifty trillion. Where does it end? You know what they don't understand: printing money, and you keep spending money you don't have. Then inflation hits, and you still have the same amount of money. It just doesn't go near as far. You know, uh, something that costs a dollar will cost four dollars. Yeah, that's 
clearly that's where we're headed uh, in pursuit of this modern monetary theory concept. Uh, so the president has suggested after meeting with Senate Republicans that uh, there could have been some House Republicans in that meeting as well. I don't remember, Congressman, that went to the I, White House. Yeah, I, I agree. So anyhow, he, co- he comes away and says, well, I'm open to making these direct payments of $1,400 more targeted. But he didn't seem to be willing to, to uh, give any on the $1.9 trillion price tag. It uh, doesn't seem to be any any interest in that at this point. Are we going to be able to stop this ever? It just seems like it's got uh, legs and we're never going to stop it. No, I'm, it's going to be very difficult to stop. Uh, here's what we've got to do. We've got to focus on 2022. And we can't fight amongst ourselves as Republicans. The only way that we're going to get out of this mess and have any stopgap whatsoever, because right now we're outvoted in every vote in the House. Yep. We're outvoted in every vote in the Senate. It doesn't matter if you're on the right side or wrong side. You are outvoted. And we have got to win the majority in 2022. And we don't get that by subtraction, by eating our own. We get that by addition. And that means increasing our tent, increasing the number of people we allow in our tent. And even though we disagree with 8 or 20% of something some people in our party do, yeah. we can't throw them out with a dishwater. We have to I like them what they are and work with them on 80% of the time. It's very disturbing, and we appreciate you joining us today, Congressman, and we we wish you all the best in fighting the onslaught of the craziness that's happening up there. We thank you, sir. Thank you very much. You bet. Congressman Trent Kelly has been our guest here on the JT Show. We'll come back with more after this. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.